What's up with Adley friends and family? Welcome back to the channel. And as usual, thank you for all the support. I hope you had a great holiday. You had a very Merry Christmas. And from all of us here at Wadadi TV, we wish you a very happy new year. Tonight's guest is being featured in our Sporting Legends Showcase. So, from Martin's Village, St. John's, Antigua, she is a former Olympian who has represented Antigua on multiple occasions. She was there for us at the Carifta Games in the Bahamas in 1980. She was there for us at the CAC Games in Bermuda in 1982. She ran for us at the World Championships in Finland in 1983. And she was there for us one more time at the Summer Olympics in LA in 1984. She is an alumnus of Howard University right here in DC. And at one point, held several Antigua Barbuda and Howard University sprinting records and was inducted twice into the Howard University Hall of Fame. First as an individual, second time with the track team. So ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and help me welcome to the show none other than Mrs. Roberta Charles. Welcome to Adapty TV. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Mrs. Charles. I guess my first question, because I had to do a little research on it. It says you married a man, Walter Charles. So is Charles yes. both your maiden and your married name? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about it is everybody knew me as Charles, right? Uh -huh. So to make the joke that he changed his name. You know, to you know, a name. So that's right. Yeah, I didn't have to. I, I didn't have to change anything legally. You didn't have to go DMV for nothing then. No. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, so I guess we could probably work our way backwards. Uh, we we see some of the write-ups on you, and your accomplishments. Uh, but let's work. Let's work backwards. Let's do a little something different. Uh. What are you doing right now after all these years of, you know, competing and sprinting and representing, you know, Howard University, representing Antigua and Barbuda? What is it that keeps you busy and interested uh, today? Okay, so I, I, just to let you know that I'm at the age now that, you know, retirement is real imminent right now. <laughs> so, but I continue to work at the... Um, Walter Reed Bethesda Naval Hospital, mm -hmm. where in the Department of Pathology, so I teach laboratory science. So, oh. what keeps me busy right now? Apart from that, I have a you know um, like four grandkids that you know that keep me busy as well as um, my you know my just other interests that I that I have you know personal business and that type of thing. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you ready? Tell me. Tell me what was your athletic career like back in Antigua when you started at high school? Um, I I I remiss to to mention that she was she's an alumni 
of the Antigua and Barbuda Girls High School or Antigua Girls High School. That's what you'll kill me to say from me. <laughs> Antigua Girls High School. And um, what was it like when you discovered that um, you were pretty good at athletics? And what led you to athletics at Antigua Girls High School? Okay, so, you know, the annual sports day was something really big back in my time. Okay. So not only was it just the high school sports day, but then it got, you know, we started to branch out to inter-school sports. Yeah. So when we got things like inter-school sports, there are a lot of competitors, um, Christ the King High School, you had PM High, you know, PM School. So it was, you know, always, High school was always known for athletics because we had quite a few pretty, you know, talented girls in high school, you know, who, who could run. So athletics was really big then. And um, I got really involved, you know, first of all was in netball. And then, you know, we did inter-school sports. And then my coach, um, Calvin Green, Greenaway, um, deceased now, you know, he, you know, encouraged me to come out and, you know, try out for the different teams that they were having. Um, so, um, so I went out and then, you know, of course they probably saw that, you know, there was some talent there, some raw talent, mm -hmm. but, you know, we were always so involved in these um, team sports mm -hmm. that, you know, I wasn't really drawn to, to track and field at first. So, you know, when I realized that there was some benefit that could be had from, from track and field, such as athletic scholarships, then I seen it earlier. Not only that, when we went, when I traveled to neighboring islands, St. Kitts and Barbados, you know, I saw just how good I was compared to, to some of the other, um, you know, girls at my age. So then I started, you know, taking a little bit more interest in it, you know, and then um, once we started going to Carifta Games and winning at that level, then you have coaches from colleges who would come out and, you know, scout, you know, um, the athletes. Mm -hmm. So then I had a couple of offers to universities overseas. So by that time, you know, I had to really, you know, take it real serious because I now understood that, you know, you know, future college, you know, would be, you know, paid for so I can get free education. So that's what kind of, you know, led me down that path. But it all started, you know, in high school, just, you know, running, you know, school sports. And then, you know, that's where, you know, the talent was was forged. Just out of curiosity, who were some of the fast females in your class or or in your peer group yeah. at that time? So back in, in those days, we had um, Raffaeline Jackson, Raffi Jackson. Mm -hmm. We had um, Andrea Benjamin. She was pretty fast. Oh. Um, Ava, Ava and Pennyfeather. Oh. Um, Dwayne Dupini. Well, Dwayne Derrick now. Yeah. And then we had um, quite a few girls from from Christ the King High School. Brady Pickett is one of them. Janelle, um, I can't quite remember her last name right now. But, you know, you know, they were they were pretty, you know, top athletes, 
you know, mm -hmm. we, we, we competed really, you know, well in that. We had older girls like Carmen Carter, Agatha Manwari. I think she went to PM school. But, you know, those girls were like ahead of me. And of course, you know, they kind of like, um, I kind of tried to emulate them and, you know, and, you know, got to the point where, you know, I was, you know, I became the, the top athlete at that time. So, so starting like in 79, I think I, I started competing at a level that, um, that had me winning outside of Antigua at the Carifta Games. I had, um, you know, a lot of success. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, that, it only got better from there because after that, you know, I got scholarship offers and then had to make that decision to move away from home. And that was one day. Had this decision for your parents to, to you know, send you away, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. to the unknown, you know, so to speak. And so that was a hard decision for my parents, but um, it worked out in the end, worked yeah. out positively right. um, for me and, you know, and for them as well. Right. Yeah, man. Talk to me about your training process. Um, as a young athlete at that time, um, we didn't have too many gyms around. <laughs> so how did you keep fit? How did you, um, how did you go about preparing for for races? And for, mm -hmm. um, athlete, how did you how did you hone your technique at yeah. that point in time? Right. Well, um, where we had our coaches were nationally known and internationally known. So we had um, Calvin Greenaway, like I said, was he was my coach and he, you know, coach, you know, quite a few prominent athletes within Antigua. So he himself um, was, you know, was an athlete. So he had to be creative because, like you said, we didn't have the the facilities like, you know, that you will expect for you know for training athletes so we did um things like we used to run at the beach we used to run the hills over in paradise view so there were certain things, things that we do that could build up strength and endurance and um and the speed work is, is something that you could do you know, on the track so top field at one time was just just a dirt track and that's where we, you know, that's where, you know, it all started, you know, a top field right now, you know, Yasko, you know, it's a, you know, it's a fairly decent um, track um, that they have there now. But, you know, prior to that, it was, you know, the grass track that was just a makeshift track whenever there was sports day at um, at recreation grounds or, you know, sports day up at top field. So, um, but even though we didn't have those facilities um, at that time, you know, we still got the training done and we're still able to compete when we went overseas with, you know, the other athletes, the Jamaicans, the, the Bahamians, you know, the Trinidadians. So, you know, we are still always at a level that was competitive on that, on that regional and that international level. And it reminds me of the, um, which Rocky movie was that? Three? With Ivan Drago? Yeah. Ivan Drago's got all the machines and, I'm, and Rocky's just out there just running up and down the stairs and just running up and down hills or whatnot. I guess you don't always have to have the machines, right? Because the machines really just emulating, you know, the natural environment that would give you that you know, type of stress. That's, and so, that's, yeah. so kudos to you for your accomplishments doing 
all of what you did without the benefit of the modern technology at the time. Right, right, so, right. So uh, we celebrate you. Um, congratulations on all of your accomplishments. Um, <laughs> I understand that your kids are following in your footsteps, that they are, they are also athletes. Tell us yeah. about them. So um, I have four kids. Mm. Uh, of the four, they all participated at some level. They started out in, you know, in school, at church, competition, basketball, you know, soccer, t-ball, you know, always had them involved in some extracurricular activity, some sports activity. Um, but it was not till they got to high school that, you know, that I really, because I really didn't push them, mm. you know, because I knew what it was like, you know, as a child from 13 years old, 13 till whenever I went to the Olympics, it was just always, you know, training and summers were traveling and competing. So, you know, I really didn't have that, that, you know, that childhood that, you know, you know, you do all these things other than track and traveling and you know so it was more of a professional environment that I had you know from those teenage years up to you know it was like my job so I didn't really want to push my kids into that I just wanted them to to do it on their own so it wasn't until maybe when they got to high school 13 Mm -hmm. they did elementary school just running sports and getting little ribbons and so on and they were pretty good but when they got to high school then um they wanted to participate in sports and they, and I encouraged them then because I wanted to make sure that it's something that, you know, they wanted to do, right. Just mm-hmm. for the fun. Of it. Mm-hmm. So um, my oldest son, son, he played basketball at Eleanor Roosevelt high school. They all went to Eleanor Roosevelt high school. Uh, he oh. played basketball. Yeah. yeah. That's where my son goes. Yeah. Yeah. So they went there. Uh, he played basketball, my oldest son until maybe, his third year, his junior year, he, then he decided he wasn't going to go that well. But my daughter, she ran track there, and she was pretty good. She's the one who went on to the University of Central Florida, and she made her mark at that university, okay? Being the first Olympian, she just got inducted like two years ago into the Hall of Fame there. So she participated for Antigua. She ran track for Antigua at the Carifta level. yeah. And uh. she competed at the 2012 Olympics. So that's my number two child. <laughs> then mm-hmm. my third child, a son, Akil, he played basketball at the college level. Mm-hmm. Um, he played at St. Francis Xavier in, mm-hmm. in Osha. Uh. And, um, and he played at a university in Delaware prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he right now, he coaches. He um he coaches at Olney Adventist School, and he has his own private tutoring and coaching basketball coaching um you know private business, and then my youngest um, Kyla she's the one who um, she played at basketball at University of Maryland, Maryland. Mm-hmm. and then she got drafted to WNBA in 2020, mm-hmm. and she played at Connecticut for two years. And then um, last year she got um, picked up by Atlanta. So she finished the season with Atlanta. Okay. But currently um, she's overseas in Israel. She, on the off season, 
She she's in Israel now. Last year she was in Russia, so she plays overseas in the off season. So yeah, so they're all involved in um in 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 sports, and they have at least three of the four has gone to the top of their of the sport, right. uh, you know, competitively. So right, right. yeah, you touched on uh the WNBA players who due to some unfortunate circumstances and some pay disparities. Oh, a lot yeah. of them don't have an off-season, so they will augment their salary when the season's yeah. not in to play overseas yeah. in places like Israel or China yeah. and yeah. Russia. So yeah. what you're saying is your daughter, Kyla, could have easily been Brittany Griner. Is that, is that fair to say? <laughs> Well, um, I must say when, you know, she, she, she was in Russia for like a, a year. Oh, well, no, um, just before the war, she was, um, she was on break and um, she was home actually when the war broke out. But mm. I would say that, you know, there, there's some discriminatory things that happened and she, you know, she has experienced some of that too, mm. traveling there in, in, um, over in Russia. So, um, so yeah, she could have been, she could have been, right? Not too sure. I mean, she, you know, um, you know, she could have been framed. She could have been just picked up for whatever, whatever reason. Um, so. Yeah, I think, I think to a large extent, um, they, I feel in the Brittany Griner case, they just found any reason they could find. Right whether it was plausible or not to yeah. just hold her user has some sort of political pawn. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, regardless so, yeah. of whatever charges they might want to bring. Uh, and I don't yeah. think it really mattered. It would have held up for anything, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad it was not Kyla. And I'm glad <laughs> Brittany's back home. Uh, um, yes. What was that like for you or for Kyla during this period? What was it? 10 months? I she knows her, you know. They, mm-hmm. they since they were in Russia, they played. They played. They weren't on the same team, right? But they played, you know, in the league there. Right. So, um, yeah, she had other teammates from Connecticut that played in Russia as well. So, you know, it, you know, even though they weren't, it was really spread out. Um, you know, the place is really big. So, you know, whenever they saw each other, there was always that camaraderie. So, you know, they. When you know when they overseas, you know they just they they try to you know connect and you know stay connected. Mm-hmm. But I know it was for her it was kind of hard because these are people that she know from the league, and um and you know they they know that you know they're discriminated against you know they you know females and and of course you know due to the color of their skin as well they kind of discriminatory thing because. You know, it's there, whether subtle or blatant, you know, they know, um, they know it's there. So, so I know she, you know, she was very concerned, just like most of the, um, you know, the WNBA, you know, trying to get her back home and, you know, putting her name out there and making sure that it stayed current and at the top of, you know, you know, the news cycle at the time. Wow. Talk about some of the some of the trials or some of the challenges that you experienced yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the Olympics, 
um, at a young age. Yeah. Um, 80, 84. 84. <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. I was in part time. But what was it like then um, going through all of that? I know 84, there were a lot of security ordeals and, you know, just having to go through the process of being in the Olympic Games. What, did it, what was it like for you? Um, yeah. Was it nerve wracking or, you know, well, you know, oh, experience? well, it, it was overwhelming. But the thing, the thing about it is, because we, even though we from a small island, you know, we kind of get exposure, whether it's within the Caribbean and some, you know, bigger stage. Because even though, like I said, we're small, maybe one or two athletes would be, would qualify in order to go to a, a big event. Right. So the world, the world championship for me was a prelude to the Olympics because world championship is just, you know, just as big, many, as many countries. So, you know, you, you do get nervous at times, you know, some of the, some of the folks, you know them because you either run with them in college or you run with against them, you know, in these international meets. So we do know the, some of the people that you're standing against, especially the, the ones from the Caribbean and the ones from the U S the Europeans, not so much. But um, but in any case, you know, it's, a, it's competition. So, you know, you prepare as much as you can. But um, when the day comes, you know, there's always um, nerves. And I know that, you know, some countries, you know, do have the edge as far as, you know, they have the sponsorships that, you know, the smaller countries, you know, don't have, right? So, um, you know, they the facilities that you get when you go to these um, international meets, you know, you know, there's some, you know, timing issues. They may give you the, the gym or give you the track for, you know, a couple of hours for training, but we know that the countries, the U S and the, the big countries, they, they get much more than the, the smaller <laughs> countries. but, you know, just to have a seat at the table, just to be there to show what we can do. Right. Was, was something you know that you know was outstanding at least at least for us. So I've always been told that. Um, well, my uncle is a friend of Sylvia Richard, uh-huh. and he always says, "Not small about Antigua. We just small in size, but we big." That's and, right. Uh, I, I always look at it as that um, in comparative to our size and our facilities. We excel for some reason. And I think it's our heart. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I've always admired about persons who represent Antigua in athletics or in any sports field is having the heart to go out there and compete against the world. Yeah. And that's one of the things I personally wanted to commend you for, being yeah. able to show the world that, hey, <laughs> I might smile, but when I put our foot together, trouble. <laughs> yeah, because we have the talent, you know, we have the talent and, and we, we have, we have the, the, the coaches and the people behind the sport, they do, they do want us to do good, but then sometimes there's some, I think financially, you know, sponsorships and so on. I don't know, you know, just how much, because we're small, we only get allotted a certain amount, right? So, 
to get that has to be, you know, you have to get sponsorship from businesses or, you know, some government agencies or something because, you know, because we can't do it just on, you know, we can't expand the 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 sport or get exposure to go to, you know, to, to big events if we don't have the sponsorships. Because even though maybe one or two athletes qualified, if we had the money, we'll be able to send other athletes so they can get the exposure. Yeah. So that it's not just the one or two good ones who can make either the A qualifications or the B standard qualifications, right? If we had money, we could send, you know, other, 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 other athletes and, you know, help them to get that exposure and build their confidence. Because like I said, it's, it's just that, that's what's barring us is that we just don't have the, the, the finances to, to, to send, you know, athletes to these, you know, these different sports. Things may have changed, you know, over the, over the years, but um, that was the, the, you know, that was what we experienced back then. A lot mm -hmm. of people had left home because they just couldn't afford to send more than one or two. Yeah, unfortunately. Are you in touch with um, the Athletic Association in Antigua now? Well, um, in a way, um, most recently when I um, when they had the 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 hall the wall of fame when they um, kind of put my um, mural up um, back in August, you know, I've been in touch with with Heather Samuel and um, and and some of those organizers. So not to the extent that, you know, I would like, you know, um, when I was there, we briefly talked about, um, you know, some fundraising efforts that, you know, I told them I would be willing to participate in, mm -hmm. you know, once they, you know, once they, you know, um, they broadcast it or they, they get it together, I'd be willing to do it. And, you know, kind of like always, always, I'm always be on the fringes because whenever anybody has a, a, a an athlete coming to the US or they, you know, need some advice, you know, um, they'll call and I can, you know, tell them, you know, put them in a different direction, you know, um, put them in touch with other people who, you know, would, would, you know, can help them along. So I'm always there, you know, um, you know, and, and I do, people do reach out to me from time to time to get some advice with, you know, athletes coming up for the first time and, and, you know, get some perspective on what to expect um you know when they're coming away to scholarships and scholarships what was that like um so i just got back from antigua and i did see a picture up on the wall <laughs> were you actually there did you go to like to go to the event and and yeah get your I, was flowers? Actually, I was actually in antigua for my 60th birthday and they we kind of coordinated so that you know mm. While I was there with my family and friends, we would have that, um, mm -hmm. you know, unveiling. Yes. Nice. So, what was that like? What was that feeling? You saw your, you saw. Did you feel like you arrived? Or you boys felt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I was always kind of like, kind of still um, low key. But um, mm. you know, like I, I mentioned um, before, like when you know I was interviewed, you know, never in my wildest dreams as a. 13 years old, did I expect to either go that far or even my picture up on a on a wall? So, you know, so it's just perseverance and uh, determination and just sticking to 
sticking to um, your uh, believing in yourself and your training, you know, to, you know, propel you um, to those heights. And I, you know, I do, I did um, express my gratitude for the association for recognizing me in that way, because I know there are many who went before me and, um, and, you know, like you said, just to be an example to other, at least young females, um, just to show that, you know, what you can accomplish, you know, you know, based on your talent and make it, you know, and just put in the, the work in right. because it, you know, it goes with, you know, a lot of, a lot of hours of, you know, hard work, you know, nothing, you know, goes, um, you know, nothing, you know, like that comes out of, you know, um, not putting in the work, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you just stole my next question to you, which would have been, what's your message to the, to, you know, to that next generation, that next 13 year old who yes. has a little bit of natural talent. Um, so at the risk of re- asking you to repeat yourself, <laughs> what, is, what is your message to to that next generation of thirteen year old Roberta Charles? Well, yeah, well, believe, 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 believe in yourself, and um, you know, and always just think that because I mean, even though, like I said, we we come from a small island, and mm-hmm. we were we are we were like the best on our island. It kind of boosted our our confidence. So you you, you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta have confidence in yourself and your training, so that when you get to that level, that you can just you know you can show what you can do. Because all most kids need, they just need a chance. They just need a chance to showcase themselves. And um, because you know, and and if they know at the end of it, there's something you know, that they're going to get out of it. Of course, they're going to put the, the you know, put <laughs> the work in. Mm-hmm. So to that young person, you know, just, you know, just believe in yourself, stick to your, your, your training, work hard, and, and you will reap exactly what you sow. You know what I mean? Amen. <laughs> My grandmother used to have a way of saying nothing good ever come easy. So. That is, that is true. That is so. Thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> well, it is, been an absolute honor to um, finally reconnect with you. I've always known about you. And, yes. Um, Don't be showing off. I, okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, this year I know everybody. Knows everybody. You. Everybody <laughs> in my car, you know. Oh, my cousin there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I'd like also to, to recognize that uh, outside of sports, that you were a well-rounded person, and uh, uh, I think um, given the experiences that you've had in sports and outside of sports, I think you're an exemplary Antiguan, and I think that you exemplify our motto, uh, each endeavoring all and achieve. all achievements. I'm really, really honored to meet you yes. and to present you as one of our icons. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, thank you guys for this forum um, of, you know, portraying, you know, the athletes and, you know, and the different sports. So like, like um, um, was mentioned before, you know, there's so many Antiguans out there that have, you know, that are doing great things, but people just don't know because they're not, you know, they're not getting that 
you know, exposure. exposure. Yeah. So, you know, either it doesn't get back to Antigua, you know, what, you know, what they're doing abroad, you know. But I try to keep in touch, like, when my girls, you know, well, well, the first one, she was connected because she was running for Antigua. But the, then the younger one, you know, I would let them write stuff in the newspaper, you know. I had a friend, my friend Dwayne Derek, you know, she she kept, you know, she kept up with that part of it. You know, if they accomplished something over here, you know, she, you know, we pass it on. And, you know, yeah. so people would, would know, you know, well, you know, what's going on abroad. You know, they have some Antigua, have a young Antiguan, you know. Um, that's doing something, you know, um, overseas. So I like to, you know, keep up in, in, in that way as well. So, you know, what you guys are doing is, you know, reaching back, looking at, you know, the, the, the older athletes who have accomplished something. And I mean, of course, that um, this type of forum is only, only benefit, you know, the island, the country, and, you know, and show that, you know, the Antiguans out there, that's, that's you know, that's doing, doing you know, good thing. work. <laughs> and doing good things and you know it's only fitting that you guys should um showcase them so uh, yeah i'm really impressed with your with your um tv program and um wish you, you continued success yeah thank maybe you girls on at some point in time i'm sorry maybe you'll get my girls on at some point oh in absolutely time. would love to have them absolutely all of them yeah, um you you touched on something that i was going to ask you somehow you're reading my mind here so People who are uh, in the athletic world tend to stay in that sort of zone. So um, well, in, in terms of people needing help, people needing support, are you a part of any organizations bringing up that next crop? Or do you know of any that people can align themselves with, uh, give to them, support them, sponsor somebody, mentor somebody? Uh, do you want to shout out any of those groups that people can engage with? Well, not involved with a group as such, but just being in the in the field of sports. Yeah, uh, we have made you know we we have like a like a network, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I have friend my I have a friend who coaches the Bahamian team. And he was the coach when they won the the 2020 Olympics four by four. I have a I have a friend, a teammate, a former teammate who coaches at at um, University of Georgia. So you know we have people all over. You know just just a network of friends all over the world that are still involved in sports. So you know if this if something comes up or you know a need to call on a favor or friend mm -hmm. or know somebody who you know is always somebody who knows somebody so just keeping in you know keeping involved with the with the, the the group that i keep um you know that i you know i still maintain friendships with you know you know they're all they're worldwide and they're from their international people they are from the bahamas the jamaicans the trinidadians so we always you know there's always that 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 common thread that we you know we can we keep in touch right. so um so you have any if there are any young athletes you know coming overseas or you know you know need any any type of help i'm sure that i can reach somewhere in that you know network of friends right. um and and you know and help in any way that we we can beautiful okay um uh... Do you want to put your social media out there so people can follow you, contact you, subscribe to you? Or are you not ready with that? Yeah. Well, you know, that, 
help with that kind of stuff is so much work. <laughs> okay, all right. I we'll do have a, a, a book, and I'm on um, Instagram, but I don't do a lot of posting and, you know, yeah, but, you know, if somebody you want to get in touch with me, you know, those avenues are available. You know, I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> give us your Facebook page. Is it just your name, Roberta Charles? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And I'm Instagram, and I'm on Twitter too, but ask me the handle with Twitter. <laughs> we don't care about Twitter right now. Elon Musk done lost his mind. So we exactly. are, we're not supporting Twitter. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We all need to get off of that. Okay. Me not cut him out. <laughs> you know, just, I just, just watch, you know, but it's sometimes it's just too much. It's yeah, too much. It's, 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 a, it's a lot. But yeah. If anybody want to reach out to me, you know, um, you know, those are the things that I'm currently, that kind of social media, that's what I have. All right. Excellent. Well, mm -hmm. on behalf of myself and the rest of the Antiguan school may not know of you, I also yes. want to congratulate you and applaud you and celebrate you on all of your accomplishments, Mr. Pertha Child. Thank you for well, stopping by with that you. But thank you for inviting me. I surely appreciated it. Beautiful. All right. And thanks again. Uh, I'll put my mom's <laughs> I give, give my love to all your, for the family, to Rene and to Roxanne and your mom. Yes. Beautiful. Thank yes. you so much. Have a great evening. We'll be in touch. All right. for, okay. Uh, thanks, thanks Joe. Alrighty. Have all right, a good night. Care. You too. Bye. Bye.